0: I want this to feel like I'm honestly just out for coffee with you and we're just chatting about the real life shit that we don't talk about enough. Welcome to Start Somewhere. I'm Isabel and I inspire you to start. Hey guys, and welcome to the very first interview episode of Start Somewhere this year. I'm so excited to be sitting down with my good friend, Shannon. She's a personal trainer who does online coaching as well, and she's also a psychology student. We are going to be chatting all about fitness routines, habits, mindset, and everything else in between all of that. Shannon has so much insight on this topic, and we're also going to be talking about cracking lots of common fitness myths. This is something that really interests me. We're going to be chatting a lot about fasting and also training as a fitness. I think in this day and age this type of stuff isn't spoken enough about. And I also think as well, like this is gonna be such a great topic to start the year off. I think everyone that I'm speaking to, anyway, is really wanting to get more into health and fitness this year. They're really wanting to make it more of a priority. So I think this is gonna be such a perfect episode to kickstart your motivation. Whether you know a little or a lot about fitness, we are really gonna help you create a fitness routine and habits that are going to work with you. So without further ado, Shannon, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. If you could please just tell the audience just a little bit Bit about yourself, your fitness journey, and why you're here.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: So yeah, basically I started off, um, well I've
1: always had a bit of a sporty background in that I was a dancer for pretty much most of my life. Um, I did a bit of swimming and tried out a few different sports, um, and it wasn't until I sort of had a break from that and I was working full time that I really realised how much of an impact having that daily movement and exercise really had on me, and that it just made such a positive impact on my not only my physical health, but also my mental health and overall, overall well-being. Um, and so I guess I just decided to join a gym from there and just really found a lot of passion in, in working out and just going to the gym and everything like that. So um, yeah, basically, I guess that's where I started with my um, fitness journey and everything like that is just that I missed having that sort of daily movement and really noticed when I had the absence of that, the impact that it had on me overall.
0: Yeah, yeah. And how old are you when you started your fitness journey?
1: Um, I was 18, so I was working in an office environment and I definitely felt very, I guess, it was a bit of a shift to being very sedentary at work and everything like that. Um, And, yeah, I'm 23 now, so it's been about five years since I started at the gym. Um, But yeah, definitely developed a passion for it very quickly. And um, I've tried a lot of different types of exercise, whether that be weights, training, cardio, Pilates, yoga, pretty much. Um, all of it and I just really love I guess the benefits that I've found through exercise yeah
0: that's amazing and I think as well something that I'm so excited to get into is your approach you said before it goes beyond the physical health and we're talking before recording the podcast and it really goes into your mind body and soul I think that aligns perfectly with start somewhere myself as well Um, and I think that's like such a good message for you guys really just to keep in mind as we go throughout this episode like I know there's so much health and fitness content out there online but something that really really resonates with me and kind of how you shared your story as well is like it's how it makes you feel and Mm -hmm. um, that whole mind-body-soul connection. So the first thing we're really going to chat about is routines. Um, I think it's interesting people, if they're just starting the fitness journey, they're not too sure when to to work out or what times work best for them and I think something people have to realize, I mean this is just my thoughts, is like we have to kind of look at our current routine and think, okay, when can I fit this in? What's going to work for me? So what do you think are some good tips for people who are wanting to start their fitness routine or they're just kind of wanting to tweak what they do? How can they set up a routine for success basically?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree that it's about looking at your own routine. And um, while I do think there probably are more benefits to training in the morning, if that is possible, just because it can help with getting a better night's sleep, increasing energy, there's just a lot of benefits that come with that. I think even more importantly, than that like you said it's about finding a time that you know you're going to stick to and just finding what works best for you because there's no perfect time to work out it's just about when you can remain consistent with your training yeah um so whether that's before or after
0: work it doesn't really matter too much yeah definitely and I think something as well I mean that I suffer with a lot as well is um being okay with taking a couple rest days or even like three or four rest days or even like a week off, like for instance, when you're on your period and you just, you don't have the energy, no matter how much you want to work out, like physically, your body's just not allowing you to do that. So how can we be okay with resting without the guilt?
1: Yeah. So I think rest, um, is extremely important. Um, and just listening to your body is the main thing, when it comes to knowing yeah. when to take rest and just not feeling guilty around that because when you start to feel guilty about um, taking rest, it, you, it can feel quite overwhelming going back into your exercise and that can actually place more stress on getting back into a routine and interrupt it more than if you'd just taken that rest day in the first place. Um, I think like you said as well, especially for women, it's really important to have that rest time leading up to your period and on your period Um, While a little bit of exercise can be really beneficial to help with things Mm. like cramps and hormones and everything like that, I just don't think there's too much benefit in going and lifting as heavy as you can or running as far as you can. It's just going to do more harm than good for the most part and for most women. Um, So I just think learning what works best for you and really being able to be in tune with your body is going to be the most beneficial in terms of learning when you do and don't need to take rest. And most um, progress happens within that rest time as your muscles are recovering as Uh, well.
0: I think that's something me anyway, I need to remind myself of because, yeah, like I get so hard on myself when I'm not training. And then like you said, like overwhelm kind of follows through to that.
1: Yeah, Which is interesting.
0: How does that play out?
1: Yeah, so um, a lot of the time it's actually been shown that procrastination happens as a result of stress more often than laziness Mm. so when you start to overwhelm yourself with having um guilt around resting or just um just yeah just feeling too guilty to actually take that rest you can then sort of become stressed to a point where you keep putting off those workouts because you're just sort of I mean, it's about accepting the fact that your routine's never going to be perfect. I think that's the biggest thing to remember is that there's no perfect way to go about it. If you missed going for your 6am gym class, you can always train it that evening. It doesn't really matter too much as long as you are taking those steps every single day and um, working to the best of your ability to get that movement in. I think that's where... Um, the key to building a good gym routine is yeah. that's good.
0: I think as well, like kind of a fixed mindset I have is like, if I don't train in the morning, I'm just not going to train in the afternoon. And I think I really mm-hmm. have to be like, well, you can. Like that's just something you've told yourself. Yeah. So like being open and flexible with things changing. I yeah, think definitely. Is like a good, yeah, yeah. And so um, I guess this can be a good segue as well into how you said training in the morning, if possible. How do people kind of get their mindset? in that way of like, okay, maybe they do need to wake up earlier to be able to fit in a workout in the morning. Mm. Like, what can be like some pointers for people like starting to build their mindset to build that good relationship with fitness?
1: Yeah, so I think um, probably some of the best um, the best tips in terms of finding that motivation would be, um, well, one of them is just really connecting yourself with your reason why you started in the first mm. place. Why is it important to you? Yeah. And I think if that just revolves around, Physical aesthetics or something like that—that's not going to be enough in the long term. Yeah, it's not sustainable. Yeah, so I think having those deeper health goals or um, and getting really specific your, with yourself. So something like I want to lose ten kilos within so and so amount of months, however long it is that you feel is achievable for yourself. Um, and then why, why do you want to lose that weight? Because you want to feel good about yourself because you want um, you, you're concerned about your heart health, or whatever the mm. reason is. Yeah. Um, not just purely aesthetic. Yeah. Goals not just and look wise. Yeah,
0: definitely really being in touch with yeah, that reason that's why. Good. I like that. And like honestly, I say a lot of the time I work out just for my mental health because it just makes me feel so good and like energized. And then obviously like it's a bonus because it's helping your body like look fit. Yeah. So I like going back to your why. I feel like I need to kind of strengthen my why when it comes to working out. Yep. Yeah, just definitely. To kind of keep it going. Yeah. And I think this is such a good segue as well into habits so you know if we want to start working out like it's a habit we have to implement and it's like it's all well and good to say yeah I'm going to train x amount of times a week but it's like okay look at your routine look at your work schedule your social life like where are you going to fit that in and it's all about Mm. creating the space to make that habit work so if somebody does want to start building this habit um, something that we spoke about the other day is like it's all about building self-trust and then you have self-accountability and then that then creates discipline so how can people work upon that?
1: Yeah, so I think that's where getting realistic with your goals is very yeah, important. Okay. So going back to the why? Yeah, yeah, so definitely I think if you can set a goal that's actually realistic for yourself yeah. um, or just even achieving really tiny yeah. but very achievable goals. Um, like set it a just bit under so you yeah, can like prove to yourself? Just proving yourself that you really yeah. can trust that what you say is what you're going to do yeah. and just celebrating those small wins, even if it's just getting out of bed and having a glass of water because you don't normally drink enough water and just celebrating the fact that you actually got up and had that glass of water first thing can then lead to, um, can lead to other things such as going to the gym at 6am or whatever the slightly bigger goals are. And it just keeps accumulating from there and becoming bigger and bigger, I think. So just celebrating the small wins and sticking to the small habits, you then can develop a bigger sense of trust with yourself which makes it actually easier to have a long-term routine or to reach those long-term goals.
0: I love that what are like some small habits that people can start to implement like tomorrow even to kickstart their fitness routine?
1: Yeah I think even just something like going for a walk even just the tiniest little goals if you're not normally physically active I think starting off by going for a walk before you get into a full on gym routine can be really beneficial just to um, not only sort of ease your body into those workouts, but
0: also (laughs) just develop that sense of trust within yourself. I like that. And something for me, like, um, you know, I think we're supposed to walk, walk, what, like 10,000 steps a day. And Mm -hmm. like, that's just not possible for me like I just it's an excuse but I just don't have the time for that it's like two or so hours well, maybe less who knows maybe slow walker but I'm just trying to make sure I do at least 5,000 steps a day and that's like a you know 45 to hour walk and I'm yeah. just trying to make that a goal like five to six times a week and it's like eventually yeah I will get to 10,000 but like mm. I'm starting off with that and like yeah. building upon it starting each off week. small and building yeah. up yeah yeah um and also kind of related but not really how you said drinking water first thing in the morning i used to be somebody who could never do that Mm. i just feel like i just couldn't stomach water like so weird but that's been a habit i've been doing for like two or three months and i swear to god it's like changed Just, I don't know, I think how I digest food as well in the morning because, like, you're waking your body up with water opposed to, like, coffee or tea or, Mm. like, something highly caffeinated.
1: Yeah, definitely. It does sort of help your body ease into the the food and especially the caffeine if you're having a coffee first thing in the morning. Yeah, definitely having coffee first. Yeah, Yeah,
0: train yourself to have a glass of water. It'll change your life. Yeah. (laughs) And lastly, what we are going to chat about is breaking common fitness myths and really talking – we've kind of mentioned this previously, but – you know, training when you are in your period and what you should or what you shouldn't do. And also, I think just being kind to your body when you are on your cycle, because, you know, it's a time where we do need to allow our body to rest. And I think we've spoken as well, like previously, like it's, you know, you're not able to lift as heavy. I think you were saying like mm. a while ago, we shouldn't go for like a PB in the gym yeah. if we are on our cycle, because, you know, we just don't have that strength there and that kind of thing there. Mm. So what are some, firstly, we'll chat about the common fitness myths. So what are the myths you want to crack? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I think a common one, um, which I think it's just often misexplained, is the fact that men and women should always train in the same way is a common myth. Um, just because while I think it does, a lot of it does depend on your goals. So if, for instance, um, you're, as a female, you're wanting to build strength and muscle mass and things like that, For the most part, you can do the same exercises as, I guess, what men are doing just because ultimately it might be the same goal. And so there's not a huge um, disadvantage there. But I think considering things like periods and also um, if you're more so wanting to tone and build lean muscle as opposed to bulking, they're definitely, definitely depending on your what you perceive as being too bulky and yeah. things like that, um, you can, it, it can happen if you're lifting very heavy weights and doing certain exercises. So I think just being mindful of the fact that while we don't produce as much testosterone, you can potentially bulk from certain exercises.
0: Mm, and also just yeah.
1: the fact that, like you said, you don't want to be going too intense on your period unless, of course you do feel like you have a lot of energy that day. It's just that I feel that for most women that's not the case. So I think that comes back to really listening to your body. Um, Women in general can also do a lot higher volume exercises just because estrogen actually aids muscle recovery. Um, And being a female dominant hormone, it can be really beneficial Mm. in... Towards working towards those higher rep exercises, but again, yeah. it really does depend on what your goals are yeah, and everything like are. that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember we were chatting a while ago. We caught up and we were talking about training, and I was saying with my arms, I think my upper body workout, I was lifting heavier but fewer. Reps, mm. and I not that I was becoming bulky, but I wanted my arms to be a bit more slim, basically. Yeah. And then you suggested to do higher rep and arms mm. and like lower weights. And it's funny, like I've never really done that before. But I guess when I do yoga, like I notice my shoulders they do get strong, basically. Yeah, you're getting, like, definitely. You know, the up, downward dog and all those different positions. So yeah. yeah, I think I've really liked doing that, like lesser. Weight mm-hmm. and then higher volume. Yeah, and absolutely. It's, and it's funny how you say like we shouldn't like females shouldn't. I mean, not they, sh- not that they shouldn't, but train differently to men. Like my brother, as an example, he's like your classic gym guy and like trains, you know, six times a week looks really heavy. And it's like when I train with him, I'm like, bro, like we do not have the same goals here. Yeah. Like, I'm not <laughs> lifting or squatting the same amount of you, and it's mm-hmm. like. They just can't comprehend that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yep, definitely. I think there is, um, just because for the most part, most men and most women will have very different goals to each other. And I think if you as a female are wanting to build up muscle mass, that's absolutely fine. Like go for it and lift heavier and do all of that. But I just know that there are a lot of women out there that do want to look leaner and more toned or more curvy or whatever it is. And I think that that definitely takes a different style of training and it's important to be aware of the differences there to get you to those results and not to fall under the trap of believing that women can't bulk at all because it does definitely. come down to your perception yeah and, definitely
0: yeah. definitely that's really interesting um and lastly as well so i guess talking a little bit more about training when you are on your period what what like harm is there if you overtrain, for instance when you are not really feeling I mean not even if you're on your period but if if you're just you're pushing yourself and like you like we've said throughout this whole episode like listen to your body and I know I've done this before it's like no like I want to work out like maybe mm. maybe you've had like an off week and you're still feeling like really lethargic you're just feeling really flat but you push yourself but you know you shouldn't like what is kind of the risk with that and mm. I think you mentioned as well at the start like you know, we need to rest so our body can repair. So how can we shift that focus to like looking at rest in a positive light and opposed to it being like, oh, I missed the gym today, like, you know, for the third or fourth time in a row. How can we make that positive?
1: Yeah, so I think um, definitely acknowledging that that progress does come within those rest periods um, is important because if you are pushing yourself too much and training every single day without any rest whatsoever and without listening to your body um it does really increase the risk of injury um and also you're just probably not going to really be seeing any progress because I mean the amount of food you would have to eat to make up for the fact that you were eating every um that you're working out every single day when you haven't recovered and it's just it's not really achievable and it's just not worth it's you're sort of training a lot more than you actually need to, when you could be training smarter rather than right, sort of as hard good. as you are. That's I guess. Good. Yeah. I
0: feel like at the moment I'm training harder than instead of smarter, mm. and I really I go like really hard, like you know nine or ten days in a row, and then I just write myself off, and then I just can't move. I'm just so sore. Yeah. And I'm like, I know this isn't sustainable. It's like yeah. I need to get better at that. How, how yeah, definitely. That? <laughs> and I
1: think it's harder to actually have the correct form. When your muscles are already fatigued, you're not going to have the same level of control. You're not going to have the same energy put into those workouts. So um, I personally do like to train almost every single day, but some of those days might just be me going for a long walk Mm. or me doing some yoga or something a bit more low impact. And then if I really do need a rest, I'll just take a rest and not really do anything for that day because I know that I'm working hard and that it's all about how I feel Um, So I think sort of just coming back to asking yourself what your goal is, what your reason why is, and just remembering that in taking those rest days, it's not going to interfere with any of that at the end of the day. Yeah.
0: Mm. Mm, That's very interesting. That's definitely food for thought for me anyway. I just feel at the moment I'm in, I'm just, yeah, training too hard. I think I just need to chill and be (laughs) okay with resting. Yeah. Not getting so worked up about
1: it. Yeah. It can be a hard balance to find. I think while it is important to... I guess, push yourself yeah. as long as you're still listening life. to your body. Yeah, I that's think that's
0: I mean. where it's sort yeah. of, that's where the results come Definitely. from. Yep. Awesome. And lastly, to wrap up, so Shannon has been so insightful. I mean, I'm sure you can tell from me, I've learned so much. And so Shannon, you do online coaching as well as obviously personal training if you do live in Adelaide. So if you can tell us a little bit about your style of coaching as well, and I guess type of the type of clientele you like to work with and yeah, what your personal training is all about.
1: Yeah, so I do like to take a very holistic approach to personal training, so um, a combination of the correct exercises, but also just some, I guess, lifestyle habits, because my aim is to give you a a lifestyle change and consistency, yeah, (laughs) exactly, rather than a quick fix or anything like that, because I think that if you change things too quickly... Um, they'll probably go back just oh, as quickly yeah, afterwards as well so it's about actually finding a routine that's going to work for you and that you're excited about doing yeah. I guess forever rather than just something that you're doing for a few weeks and then going back to your old lifestyle habits so um, just really finding something that's going to benefit you in I guess your mental health, your physical health and just everything all all over pretty much um, and In terms of my ideal clients, mostly work with women and especially um, women who are wanting to tone and define and everything like that. Um, So I guess building lean muscle, but I do work with a range of people, whether it's men, women, weight loss, gaining weight, building muscle mass. I'm open to working with anyone and I love getting to know individuals and um, their individual goals and really working to make a routine that suits that person. Yeah. Another thing that I like to really, I guess, take into consideration with clients is getting to know not only their individual goals, but also their body type and their current lifestyle habits and everything like that. So a really important factor is um, whether you're an ectomorph, endomorph or metamorph, you're going to find that you gain muscle or gain weight or lose weight and everything like that a lot um, differently depending on what your body type is. So Um, That's definitely something I like to take into consideration before making a program for that person. So um, I think that's why it's really important to get to know the individual because in getting someone to, say, do barbell squats, one person might find that they're getting really nice and toned and slim um, and just lean, whereas another person might find that their legs start to become bigger and bulkier. And it's just not only dependent on the weight itself, but also dependent on that individual body type. And so that's why I really like to take that into consideration with my programs going forward and everything like that as well. So my Instagram is Shannon Laidlaw Fitness and I will have a website coming very soon. So stay
0: tuned for that one. Well, thanks so much for being on the show, Shannon. It's been so enjoyable sitting down and chatting with you. And I hope you guys listening at home have really enjoyed this and found Shannon's tips really insightful. Thanks for having me.